Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Welcome to The Wind Up. A weekly recap show where we, Sean Philip Naylor and Maya Crifone, go over the latest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. We'll be discussing all of the events from each week's episode leading up to the finale. And having a cheeky vino or two as we do it. And cheers to this episode. Hi, Maya. This is our very first episode of our brand new podcast that we're doing together because the people wanted it and we give the people what they want. Or is it just because we like getting drunk and talking shit? And attention. We like attention. And attention. Yeah, absolutely. Cheers mm. to our first episode. Cheers, cheers to our first episode and cheers to your new sexy husky voice. What's going on here? Oh, yeah. No, apologies. I love how it's our first episode and I sound like Darren Lockyer. No, I've been sick for the last week and unfortunately coughing my guts up has like thrashed my voice. Are you so if sick I cough. Because somebody went into your Lockyer Valley. <laughs> no, no, I wish. No. I literally just, the joys of working in a customer-facing role in my day job. So if I sound husky or I cough or I sniffle a lot during this podcast, I'm so sorry to all the listeners. It's just going to be some like ASMR, some like post-pandemic ASMR of coughing and sneezing and spluttering. And Love it. I'm supposed to be uh, the butch one. You are. You sound more feminine than I do tonight. <sighs> tonight and every day. I love as well how we unintentionally, and this is with no collusion whatsoever, are both in a black top with ombre hair tonight. This is true. I can't speak for the ombre hair, but the black top is because I've gained so much weight since I got married. Oh, my black top is purely because I wanted to be warm and comfortable and didn't want to put tits back on. Fair. This is a take your tits off kind of show, listeners. Absolutely. If If you're a person with physical tits and you can't take them off, my hats are off to you. Unfortunately, I can take mine off, so I get to relax. <laughs> Shall we get stuck into recapping this Let's premiere s- episode of Down Under 2? Duck in. I was super excited. I have been super excited for a little while now since they said that it was coming, and I feel like it didn't disappoint. It's definitely a step up from last season, 100%. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know that last season was plagued by um, COVID. a change. Well, COVID, because it was originally supposed to be filmed in Sydney and then at last minute production had to be halted and pulled out of Sydney because of lockdowns and COVID and was shifted to New Zealand and was all a last minute thing. So that explains why the first season was very hodgepodge. But this one, 100%, they've stepped up their game a little bit. It was enjoyable. Lots of stuff to cover, which we will get to as we go through it. But, I mean, obviously we know that... There's no special guest judge tonight, but there's just a special guest appearance by the Irwins. I was a little bit shocked to see that they were the first ones off the off the rank. Uh, they're getting around at the minute. I keep seeing them everywhere. And I really feel like Robert Irwin just teased us all. I really thought he was going to swear. And then he Does didn't. he not look like his dad? He definitely looks like his oh dad. Oh my God. I was watching it just going, fuck me. He looks so much like Steve. Not fuck me that way because he's still a child. I mean, he's legal. He's 18, but still no. All right. So our first cab off the rank. Yes, let's meet our queens. Yeah. First cab off the rank is fabulous Hannah Conda from Sydney. Wearing a gorgeous turquoise blue green aqua. Nice little short mallet dress. Yeah. First impression of Hannah. Look, I liked her. I feel like she might be a little bit lippy, controversial. <laughs> um, but I 
think she I was, was. I was just gonna say on like first impression, lips. Um, I thought she looked lovely, and she's totally giving me Blue Fairy from Pinocchio vibes, which I think is lovely because yeah. she did say that sometimes she feels like a fairy godmother, and she's definitely channeling that. She's she's in the Disney realm of drag, I think. Like she likes yeah. the dresses, and I guess like the pageantry of I mean it's all pageantry but the pageantry of it all in the sense that I feel like she maybe pulls to that kind of Disney character vibe yeah and just to clarify I've only seen one episode so and I don't know anything (laughs) about Hannah Conda and I feel like she could completely just throw throw me off see I I know of Hanaconda like her name is quite well known in the drag scene like but I know of her through Wigs by Vanity because she is or I'm assuming is not was but is a good friend of Vanity so I've known of Hanaconda for years through Vanity um, but I don't know much about her because I don't know much about the Sydney scene but she looks fabulous um, mm-hmm. I love the outfit um, she's also like she genuinely I mean first one in that's always fun oh always the hardest yeah but you get kind of like free reign to have a quick sticky beak around before anybody else comes in but she plus you get to watch every other girl walk in yes and she did seem genuinely like super excited to be there and so like I felt happy for her the only thing the only thing I would have preferred a different colored hair I'm not a fan of the gray hair Um, Uh, see I like it I would I would have preferred a different colored hair with that outfit but I would have loved to seen that exact hairstyle but in a nice jet black because it would contrast against the blue really nicely otherwise I think yeah she's fabulous she'll be fun to watch plus as well but considering she's a Sydney legend it'll be good to see how her take on drag goes with this competition second queen in are we are we ready to go there yeah yeah I'm getting through that now second queen in Hats McGee fucking Fofa from well, where does she say she's from? Because I was I was under the impression that Fofa was from Newcastle. I think she said she was originally from New Zealand. She's based in Sydney or New South Wales, but was originally from NZ. Yeah, so she says that she's based in Sydney. I was aware of her living in Newcastle. That's how I first came to hear about Fofa. First impression of Fo? Um, was it that you might want to lay off that MSG before you get addicted to me? I mean, that's that's a camp tagline. My first impression was. Just just loud. Yes. Look, I watched the episode with my husband. He has a uh, minimum tolerance for anything that's loud and screamy. So needless to say, Fofa was not Benny's number one queen of choice for the night, but she certainly made an entrance, which I think is now going to be seen as somewhat iconic for her with the big floppy hat, with the hat. and messing it up twice. Having then, to walk like, out oh. and then come back in and lift it up. Yeah. Yeah. The same thing happening. It's so fun. And then, you know, so- can't beat him, join him, just Throw that hat to the ground, girl. So I know that she has done a couple of shows at the balcony as well. Oh, okay. Um, so where I previously performed at. I know she's a talented performer. I was not a fan of the dress. I have to be honest. Um, no, me too. And I felt like, because I watched it back earlier and I made notes. I was like, it's too long. Like when she's standing there in the the archway, it was too yep. long and dragging on the floor. But then the next the double, time you saw her, it wasn't. But the double split as well. I wasn't mm-hmm. a fan of the double split. I wasn't a fan of the checkerboard print. Like with a giant hat like that and those hair, like that gorgeous, that gorgeous copper orange like flame hair that was stunning and looks stunning on her like I mean she looks gorgeous like her face and her hair looks amazing can we address something there was something that bothered me about her it was and I feel like this is just me being harsh 
but you know I feel like it, it it could be lighting and like studio lighting as opposed to stage lighting and whatnot but her lace front you could really really see the lace front oh yeah yeah so I've just paused it here and I can see what you're talking about so that comes with depending on the quality of the lace i'm assuming that the wig that she's got on is a wig by vanity so the lace quality is amazing but it could also be the way that she's painted so if she's worn that wig before generally the lace might get stained to the color of your makeup because the lace part seems darker than her skin so i would say she's probably previously worn that with a darker foundation so she might have been tanning or something and then she's put it on here so she's cleaned the lace and everything but she's put it on here but it's still got that somewhat color of the previous foundation so while it's still is well it's not like a hundred percent noticeable it is once you see it it's you see it yeah um, and watching the episode the first time around that was all i could see when i saw her yeah but then watching the episode for number three oh, tonight i started I, to see it on others which is when i was like maybe it was like a lighting thing but what you're saying makes perfect sense i've got this so i've just got this paused on her right now and this this frame that's paused on of her she looks fucking gorgeous like everything is just stunning like she's a gorgeous gorgeous queen but yeah the dress i was like i was not a fan of the houndstooth dress like if you're gonna walk in with a giant resort style hat i'm expecting like a giant like long flowy mm-hmm. like poolside beach at carbo style gown like very jlo versace style dress just like chiffon and flowy that's what i'm expecting if yeah, you're walking not, in a giant resort style hat dorothy on a sunday picnic <laughs> Like Houndstooth, Houndstooth is great in certain styles that I was not a fan of. Queen number three is Spanky Jackson. Spanky says that I might be a sheep fucker from New Zealand, but at least I didn't have to tie me kangaroo down. When I rewatched this with my housemate the second time, the first thing he said was he looked at me, he was like, from the wide out he said it looked like me and I was like excuse me and he's like I was very confused for a second there I'm like one I didn't disappear for however long this filming takes so you know that I wasn't on the show and he's like I know but that's why I was confused like two I wear flat hair I do not wear that flat hair and three I know this is controversial and I know a lot of queens have already commented on it as well I wear fucking tight like if you've got the legs absolutely show them off chuck a pair of fishnets on or something fishnets a pair of tights bare-legged you're a man like sir you're a man like put (laughs) on a pair of tights (laughs) i'm gonna say about spanky love the hair love the makeup love the fan the dress is stunning i love i I hate the dress i hate the dress and i hate the catchphrase the color of the dress gorgeous looks great on her i love how you're like i love the hair i hate the dress and i'm like i hate the hair Love the dress. I didn't notice it the first time. The little fingerless gloves. Yeah, look, there's a time to wear fingerless gloves. And one of our later queens who comes on, she does fingerless gloves well. Not here. Fingerless gloves with that dress? No. Mm -mm. Like you're you're going for a very like almost like red carpet type look with that style of dress and that colour and that cut and everything like that. And then fingerless gloves. Yeah, but gloves are always on the red carpet at the minute. But I will say this. When I say I hate the dress, I hate the dress when the camera pulls back and I see her from head to toe. I like the dress when we're just getting the -the off-the-shoulder vibe, which you're rocking, and that big poofy sleeve. I like that, but I don't like the whole, like, when the camera comes back and we see the whole ensemble. Her makeup's flawless. Her hair is beautiful. I would have preferred just an extra maybe inch to the bottom of the dress. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit. 
because I did notice when she was standing there, you could still see a bit of a panty because it was very, it was very C-word short. Obviously that comes with her height as well because she's a tall, she's a tall queen. And I have to say out of drag, she looks like everyone's dad. She's only my age. She's your age. I'm turning 37 this year and she's 37. Wow. Okay. Mm. Yeah. She's going to be fun. She's going to be fun to watch. I think I will enjoy her. I just first impression her walking in, I was like, interesting. Okay. Up next, queen number four. Here's Beverly Kills from Britain. Brisbane. Brisbane local queen. queen. Giddy up, motherfuckers. Her walking in with her Billie Eilish styled hair, then acid green and black and leather and whips and chaps and fringe and so I, I'm going to say precursor this by saying I don't know if I've ever met Beverly because I know she was originally based on the Gold Coast here before moving up to Brisbane. So I may have met Beverly. I don't remember. But as far as I'm aware, I've never met Beverly. I hear she's an amazing performer. I've seen little snippets of her performing. Loved this outfit, her walking in. I would have preferred different hair, if I'm honest. Wasn't a big fan of that huge pony. Otherwise, I loved the outfit. Loved Love the tagline, love the whip, love everything about it because it was unique, it was different, it's something we haven't seen before. I did get a sense as soon as she walked in of this sense of eagerness, but also slight cockiness from being a young 21-year-old performer on the show already. Whether or not that's true or not, it could have just been the way the production, you know, edited things together. But I wasn't put off by it, but I was just like, okay, you're you're going to be one of those little, like, I know what I'm doing type queens. Mm-hmm. I think as well, like, the first three queens that we saw were very, very feminine, very, you know, Hannah Conda with the princess vibe, and then you've got Fofa with, you know, her big hat, resort <laughs> hat, Spanky, yep. and her ready for for Oscar's close-up, and then Beverly comes in with a whip and chaps. And in terms of the outfit, I loved it. Any of you listeners out there may not know this, but uh, I fancy myself a country boy, even though I'm not, and I do love my country music, and uh, I do love a fringe moment. So I was down for that. But She actually means that she's got several pairs of arseless chaps in her wardrobe. I don't have any. (laughs) My birthday's coming up in a couple of weeks, though, so feel free to send them to me. Um, All right, Benny. (laughs) Right, I'm cowboy. But, um, yeah, I wasn't overly fussed with the hair. I feel like the the outfit had enough of the sort of the toxic, vibrant green that I don't think she probably needed it in that much hair. See, I would have loved... So I know that she's rocked it before because I've seen videos of her wearing it and photos of it as well. I would have loved that outfit with a either a big, so instead of a ponytail, a big fuck off braid. Mm, yes, that's perfect. So almost like a whip. That would have been heaven. Like that, that would have, yeah, that would have, that would have taken that up to the next level. Like I'm excited to watch her. I think she's going to be amazing on the show. We'll get into, we'll get into the edits. <laughs> a little yes. bit later I feel like on. you and I already know what we're about to say about the edit later on. But anyway, there's always one. Miss mm, Super Duper Mini Cooper. Okay, so I have to recurse this. I've previous I have worked with Mini Cooper before and she is lovely. Like she's so camp, she's so fun, she's so humble, she's just she's a lovely joy to be around. So I worked with her a couple of years ago. Um, she came up to do a show at Escape with us, and she was just heaven to work with. And I was I was so joyed to see her on the show because she is an older queen. It's very rare that you still see a queen working in the Australian scene, as far as I'm aware, that is over the age of fifty. Yeah, so I'd say I've ever seen one. To have her repping. Repping the older generation is amazing. And doing um, it so well. Like, 
she's yeah i have a little note that spoiler alert guys i'm yet to really warm to any of the queens that i've seen on this season but that's always happens with me i'm like episode one i'm like too judgmental of everyone but there's there's something really endearing about minnie and i feel like i don't know if it's like the fact that she is older i don't know her drag i don't know how she normally performs but i really feel like she's super happy to be there she's grateful she knows the opportunity and i feel like when it came to her entrance outfit she completely nailed the assignment of drag race i loved her little outfit and i love that it gives me flashbacks to Rue Paul's like first yep. posters for, for Drag Race. And I think Rue wore a pink version of something somewhat similar. But I love it. It's really just like she knows what she's doing. She's there to have fun. She's on Drag Race. Her name represents a car. So, of course, why wouldn't you vroom, vroom and play with that? The one thing I will say, sorry, uh, her makeup was gorgeous and looked really, really pretty. I loved her makeup. But um, her little opener, her little catchphrase when she came out, Mini on the outside, but once you get inside me, I go real fast. I really wish she took a little bit more of a less PG version and said Mini on the outside. But once you get inside me, I really open up. <laughs> See, I, mean, I would have maybe maybe something similar of like Mini on the outside, but I'm like a clown car. You can fit 15 inside me. This, that is, why you, this is why you do what you do <laughs> and I do what I do. See, I loved the, I loved her outfit. I thought her outfit was camp, very on brand for Drag Race. Loved loved everything about her entrance look. She came across very very personable, which is amazing. I don't think I'd ever seen her out of drag, so I was a little bit shocked when I saw her out of drag, and I was like, oh, oh, that's someone's granddad. <laughs> that's um, right, you're a fifty year old man. Yeah, yeah, literally. I was like, oh, okay, yep. But I'm excited. I really, I really, genuinely hope she makes it far in this mm-hmm. competition just because not because you know she's an older queen so she deserves it but i think just because she is so super talented and so personal and such a joy to watch that i think she should make for some good tv mm-hmm. but we'll obviously we'll see yeah i think the age difference would definitely play a part into yes. help, help helping well, her go further um, it'll be interesting to see if that plays into storylines when because obviously coming up in the workroom we see um a little bit of a split between the older and the younger queens where some of the younger queens are throwing some massive shade towards the older queens so it'll be interesting to see if they play up on that storyline dynamic oh you know a good producer will now uh Mm. maya let me ask you a question yes are you looking for molly because i'm here to get it popping so our next queen is miss molly poppins from newcastle okay i have be kind i i I, yeah, no, I want to I wanna like it. I do. Her confessional, first thing I saw was late 90s Roseanne. I see it and now. I, that's not intending to be shady. That was just, that was the first thing that popped into my head. But she seems like, she seems like a fun girl. Um, Did love her fairy bread shirt in the confessional. Oh, it's camp. I love that. Mm. So she's not the first. There's a couple of mullets on this season. I fucking hate the mullet. Agreed. Hate the mullet. I don't care if you want to try and tell me that it's fashion and the, <laughs> the mullet is fucking gross. I will say, I'm not a fan of the colour combo of her look. 
No, I love, agreed. I love the pieces separately. So I love the green hair matching the green shoe. And I love the pink, like, plastic dress with the bow. I don't love the pieces together. I do love that she emphasizes her tits a lot because that's very much a thing that I do. You know, titty queen. I feel like, is, is there a is there a pill that is pink and green? I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a recreational drug user. So. Or a doctor. Yeah, that too. I'm not sure. Like, maybe. I mean, I feel like I've not... Because I'm noticing her earrings are... Are pills. Were they pills or were they some sort of ice cream? No, it's a pill. Oh, young fat kid it, in me just got excited for ice cream. Well, at first I was looking at going, is she representing watermelon? And then I'm like, no, it's a pill. But yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of this like neon, almost pastel-y green with this No, and the green, I feel like I'm a little... I feel like if I was Beverly Kills and I came out in that green and black number and then somebody came out in the same green, I get the completely different vibes, but I would be like, yeah. guys, there's too much, too much of this neon green happening here. Like, come on. Yeah. I've like, never seen this style so much. She styled amazingly. Like the whole look, I, I enjoy like I said, I enjoy pieces of the look. I enjoy the aesthetic of the look. I just don't like the color combination. Like pair pair that green with any other color. I think I probably would have liked it. Or pair the pink with any other color. I probably would have liked it. I just don't like that green with that pink color. I just, yeah, not, yeah. not a fan. And at this point as well, like after episode one, I hate to say it, but there's, there's definitely some highs for Molly Poppins and some lows for Molly Poppins. For me though, she's not... She like she's she's a great contender, but there's something about her that I'm just not warming to. I feel like she's not personable, and to come out after Minnie Cooper, who was so automatically for whatever reason I connected with her, for her to then be the next one to come out, I'm like, no, bring back Minnie. Yeah, yeah. See, it, it was always going to be hard following Minnie, um, but also to Molly's another one that I personally not heard of, but I'm again, I'm not hundred percent versed in the country drag scene. As and I'm not saying country in Newcastle is like a small country town. I mean, as in like the national, as in the Australian drag scene. I'm still um, thinking back to you saying you're not 100% first. Excuse you, rude. I hope she's not the filler queen of the season. Mm-hmm. But no, I, feel... I know who that one is. They're coming up as queen number eight. Oh, okay. I don't even know what queen we're up to now. Uh, we're on six with Molly. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So seven is okay. So seven is our next queen, which is another New Zealand queen by the name of Yuri Guai. Yuri Guai. Yuri, Yuri Guy, and Yuri I Guy. appreciate the comedy value in the name. The, Is it supposed to be a take of Uruguay? And Uruguay, like the spell. I was in the country. Uruguay oh. and Uruguay mush together and we get Yuri Guy. And yep. what I loved was high concept, high fashion roadkill. And I'm here for that. It's um, very, it's very, um, Countess American Horror Story esque, mm. but I feel like that's only because of the hair and then the blood. Like if she if she'd done any other style of hair, no one would be saying Countess. Although I'm not a fan of how short the dress is. Okay, I would have preferred a longer, like even just that one side coming longer down. I would have thought was heaven, but she's covered in stones. Like mm-hmm. she's stoned her actual skin like and her she... eyes. That she obviously hasn't stoned her eyes. But her eyes are really, like, they just draw you in. Yes. Like, those bright blue contacts, just amazing, especially surrounded by that heavy dark makeup. Yeah, um, and, that hair, and that heavy studio lighting. Like, she's very old school in the way that she paints with the old school hair and the old school heavy, sharp contour. Like, looking at, I've just paused my thing here. 
looking at her face compared to all the other queens. Like all the other queens have got their contour on, but they've softened it out. They've blended it out. Hers is very harsh and painted and contoured in. So it's good to see that she's doing that old school style of drought makeup, but with a fashion forward twist of the styling and the aesthetic of what she's got. I think she'll be fun to watch. A hundred percent. Now, um, what I am predicting to be, unfortunately for her, our filler queen is uh, queen number eight of the ranks, Pomora Fifth. I hate the outfit. Do you know what? I hate the catchphrase. I loved the top half of the outfit, not necessarily for her. I guess I like the idea of it. Could have been executed differently. It's um, giving. It's giving me. It's giving me costume store Peg Bundy. Okay, well now you've said that, you ruined it for me. The whole. No, I'm talking about the whole look. No, I know you've um, ruined it for me. Ow. <laughs> Well, now all I'm going to see is Peg Bundy. Um, also, well, less front issues here for this young queen too. See, I'm just, I'm looking at, my issue is I hate the, I hate the colour combo. Like the, is it maroon or is it brown? It's um, also like some colours show up on camera really differently. So it's one of those yeah. things where I'm like, if it was in person, maybe that colour would like be on, more vibrant. But also they're comparing it with, uh, she has the pink hair, right? Yeah. Like yeah. she's got like, purple almost mauve Mm. very mauve colored hair yeah yeah so like pairing that with that outfit i feel like maybe it's a stronger look in person like she's preppy and fun on on camera it looks like a brown like the fabric on top like a reddish brown brown. but then it's got an orange like a fluorescent orange lining and then you've got like magenta magenta pink sequined leggings and then hot pink heels with mauve hair like i mean what you're describing is a hot mess it's just it's too it's the color combo is too much so i i don't mind a good bit of color blocking if the colors are different but because these are all so many varying shades and it's not even like this actually this would have been camp if it was done in ombre style as in if she started with the ready brown hair going into the magenta pink top with a mauve lining into the hot pink leggings into then like a lighter pink shoe like ombre down or even ombre up you're gonna do all different colors of this like all different shades and variants of the same like color spectrum that's how i would want you to do it like an ombre effect either top to bottom or bottom to top anyway don't even worry because it's uh pomora faith a fifth so i can't even say her name right and she's uh our filler queen for today so moving on to queen number nine oofed oofed this bitch is harsh when she's had a wine or three team i look i I think I think Pomora will be fun to watch. It'll be like I think I think she'll last a couple of episodes. I'm not I'm not impressed by Oh, okay. I've just noticed. So now looking at it this close, so because I've got the tablet in front of me and I can see it actually this close, her top is actually indigenous top pattern. Oh well now we feel bad. Like that doesn't so that doesn't show up like on TV when you're looking at it from far away. I didn't notice looking at it up close. I can now see all the individual details of the top and it's indigenous dot pattern. And there's actually a multitude of colors on it. So you've got a red, you've got a mauve, you've got a pink, you've got a purple. So I think, so just looking at that, that's one of those issues of an outfit that looks amazing in person does not translate well to TV. You can just say Sean was right. That's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll allow it. 
<laughs> so it, if from memory, Pomora said that she's the first Aborigine and Maori contestant, correct? Like she's Aboriginal and Maori descent? Uh, no comment because I can't remember that bit. I'm fairly certain that was her. Okay. Which would make sense with the Indigenous top then. Yeah, 100%. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just saw who our next queen is. Oh, behave. Love the name. Love the outfit. Hate the shoe. What's the shoe? Oh, it's fucking hideous. And with that, like an actual ribbon tied as a lace to lace up over the shoe so it's it's a pump that she's then tied a lace around if the shoe was a person who would it be famous person uh someone that someone that looks hillary duff yeah hillary duff i i I can't remember the shoe i do like hillary though she's lovely but no i was just trying to think of someone that someone that no 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 so it looks it's an it's an okay shoe with an over-the-top accessory that makes it worse I'm trying to think who that would be as a famous person. I wouldn't say Hillary though. Oh, Lindsay Lohan. An okay shoe with an over-the-top accessory. That then just makes it meh. Brad Pitt when he was married to Angelina. Oh, okay. Interesting. Now this, so she's got a very colour-blocked outfit. Like I'm loving the, so all the purples are the same. Mm-hmm. They're all the same colour. So I'm loving that lilac purple accents with the bright blue of the coat dress. Mm-hmm. Um, contrasting with that orange hair, like everything but the shoe. She was fucking hideous. Get rid of the shoe. Gone. Boot. So my comments, my notes, I read them out exactly as I have them here. Is I have her quote or tagline when she came in. It's good to be home. Mo. That was camp. That was super camp with a little leg kick. Loved it. So I put, I love the name, beautiful outfit, beautiful makeup, 50s housewife inspired. Will it get tired too quickly? And then I have new drag. And if you have not yet watched the copy of Wong Fu that I gave you, uh, you will watch it and you will see that, is it just a boy in a dress? So we, okay, so just quickly, we established, yes, you gave me a copy of Tu Wong Fu as a gift because I haven't seen it, but I don't own a DVD player, so I can't watch it. Damn it! So we've already established this. So I might be able to, actually, I might be able to get it to work in my PlayStation. So that might be the way I have to watch it. Um, I picked you as a gamer. Oh yeah, I'm a huge gamer. My online user handle is gamer as in g-a-y-m-e-r you and everyone else i love so i love the name because it's very so i can tell she's going for a very 60s 70s esque style like her name is Aubrey have um very austin powers-esque mm-hmm. same with the way that she walked in very austin powers-esque she's another fucking mullet queen yeah, <gasps> yeah. um lovely face though oh, ruined by that hair yeah, that why, why, why the mullet? I just, I just don't get it. I just, it ugh. wasn't good the first time around. Uh, anyway, let's spend no even, more time talking about the mullet. It's even worse this time around because all the mullets these times around they're all stringy and ratty at the back. They're not like a full wavy puffy mullet. It's just like snippets of hair. Anyway, it's not. It's not um, like Jason Donovan. Oh fuck! That was a hideous mullet. Like my dad and his wedding. Oh, I just took a close up of the shoe. And the ribbons are intentional. They're part of the shoe. Even oh. worse, I hate them. I hate the shoe. Sorry, Aubrey. You're probably not listening, but if you do happen to listen, I hate the shoe. She'll um, find us. She'll find us. These queens, some um, they'll find us. But so we find out the that Aubrey started drag during lockdown. Yes, a brand spanking new. So like not even a year old, if that, um, like she started in lockdown in Melbourne, um, started doing drag and that's when Minnie Cooper equips in and gives them one of the most amazing oh, like little best. comments of the season of her studying lockdown as her studying drag in lockdown as well. But You're not going to be able to see this, but I have this written down here on my notes. So I was like, it's not yeah, fun. I can't see that. 
no one can um but yeah Aubrey like I think she'll be very much a fashion queen I think I have a feeling so one of two things will happen from my eye as a viewer and avid drag race viewer and as a queen knowing that producers overwork the show Mm -hmm. i have a feeling that them like one of one of two storylines will happen they'll either set her and your guy up to be allies in like this fashion forward like them against the rest or they'll set the two of them up to be rivals so kind of like violet and miss famous or pearl and miss famous they definitely overproduce the show and at this point like it's so early on in the game like they could pretty much take it in any mm. direction even like um there's a little bit later on where it, i think we touched on it before where it's like is it gonna be older queens versus young queens like they're gonna producers have got you know they're gonna be rolling in it and laughing their little socks off at how much fun they can have with this i'm also noticing so just from watching this again almost all the queens have a very similar style of makeup there's one or two that don't have the same way that they're painting but a lot of so aubrey aubrey obviously is one of the different ones because she's doing very harsh harsh clean lines Mm -hmm. but all the other queens are very much painting a very similar aesthetic to their eye makeup and their contour and the lip color they're doing it's all very very um cohesive which i'm not sure i'm a fan of because i prefer when you can see everyone's unique individuality into it and just changing a color or two is not enough but i'm just noticing that they're all looking very similar right well that's a great opportunity to move into our final drag queen oh she's so i've known of this queen for a while like she's a legend in the adelaide scene and I've got several friends in Adelaide that used to tell me about her all the time. Um, and I've seen snippets of her performing in Brisbane. I'm yet to see her live, but I would love to see her live. Apparently she's a phenomenal performer, but she comes in dressed in a gigantic gorilla hand because, of course, it is Queen Kong from Adelaide. Queen Kong. She's got the upper hand in this competition. Uh. All the, so I was, I'm honest. So again, I've known, I've known of Queen Kong for years and I'm, this is my, I'm open to admitting this. I honestly thought that she was an Aboriginal queen. I was shocked to find out that she's actually a Kiwi queen. She is a Kiwi queen. Hmm. Yeah. I thought she was an Aboriginal queen and I was like, she's fucking, I mean, it doesn't diminish the fact that she's fucking phenomenal, but I was like, she's an Aboriginal queen. Absolutely slay like she's amazing and then i was like oh i did not realize that she was actually memory doesn't change anything but i was like okay that shows that i should never just assume but yeah i i love the the outfit as in i love the giant gorilla hand i'm not a fan of the nude mm-hmm. bodysuit underneath i wish it was a different color i wish it was red similar to like the nails on the gorilla Ooh. hand and i'm not a fan of the hair with that outfit no I thought the outfit was cool. I like the fact that, you know, she obviously was playing to her namesake um, with this one. Love, love, love her. Like, she is a stunning queen. And she mentioned that she's a house mother. Oh, did she? Pretty sure she did. I made a note of it, so she must have said something. Um, So I'd like to learn more about that. It's not something that I would just write down. She must (laughs) must have... Um, children back in Adelaide. She was actually recently in Brisbane performing. She often wears this wig that is this huge, over-the-top, like, very Diana Ross-esque curls. Love it. And it just, it looks, she looks stunning in it whenever she wears it. It's, yeah, she's she's a gorgeous queen. So I'm excited to see what she can do in this competition. So then we get our first siren of the season. 
Well, the Queen's obviously react excitedly in what's RuPaul in a, um, oh, in a, I'm going to say like a mini, mini mouse esque top with a blue plaid suit. I love this because you sent through the notes about touch points that we should talk about. And yep. you put Ru's workroom look. And I was like, the set, like the, the look of the set or how Ru is dressed. So, in just, you know, respect to my stupidity, uh, I thought the set looked cute. Didn't love the, <laughs> didn't love the, uh, like, really cheap looking archway around where they've got the little pillars with the little cherubs on it. But I did like how they played with the cherubs later and had them with sausages and, and pins. Now, Rue's look, <laughs> however. Um, oh, it's like. We call that power clashing. Okay, so I understand that it works because it shouldn't work. Mm-hmm. I don't like that it works because I don't like the two together. I don't I, mind a polka dot, but I've never been a big fan of plaid suits. Oh, I love, I'm, I'm all for a plaid suit, but one or the other has to be your statement piece and say something. You can't have a bold statement shirt and a bold statement suit. You have to have one or the other. It's like when you're doing makeup, you either have a bold eye and a neutral lip, or you have a bold lip and a neutral eye. You can't have both. Or if you're going out in the town on the lash, as we'd say in the UK, you either have your legs out or your tits out, but you don't have them both out. Exactly. And this is very much the Rue's suit is, I would have loved the shirt or I would have loved the suit. I don't love the two together. But I understand that they do work because it's one of those very fashion things where you have the contrasting patterns that work. Oh, and then we have Saru so addresses the controversy yes. from last season. The controversy from last season was everybody was saying he wasn't here because they didn't see so him on screen with the Queens. Everyone was saying that Rue was green screened in so that he wasn't actually in, Aust- in New Zealand. He wasn't there filming anything because you never saw him actually within a reasonable distance of any of the Queens. So he was always a fair distance away, even when doing the the workroom go around for all the challenges. He was a red, he was a reasonable distance away. He wasn't anywhere where the queens could interact with him. Obviously during COVID, so it had to be far away. Well, that's it, social distancing. But did you? I didn't. I didn't watch I never, any other drag race last year other than Down Under. So I mean, I watched. I watch every every reiteration, and actually, that's one thing that we probably will end up doing is depending on the success of this one, which hopefully it gets successful. Is I feel like we should now continue on by re- recapping every subsequent season. He wasn't green screened. I did. I didn't at once while I was watching season one. I never once thought that he was green screened in. No, neither did I. And then when everyone was like, "Oh, he's green screened," and he's green screened, and I was like. Is he? No. No, surely not. Well, here's the thing, right? If ABBA can go on tour and hologram themselves onto the stage as their iconic, like, 70s versions of themselves, surely Rue could do whatever Rue wants. So this is my turn to be dumb. I was like, wasn't it a holographic thing because they're all dead? And I'm like, (laughs) wait, no, they're not dead. No, they're all alive and well. Not like um, the not like the Whitney Houston concert that went around, or the Michael Jackson concert. Or the Elvis one. Both, Did you see Celine Dion performing with Elvis years ago? It was amazing. Weird. Oh, really? Mm. Um, anyway, we don't. Yes. So Rue addresses the controversy by saying he was green screened in. Asks the Queen to volunteer. He chooses Spanky. Um, Spanky Makes walks sense. up. 
Rue slaps her. Obviously, Hold fake. On. Let me slap you. Slap. You ready? It's coming. Ah, uh, yeah. My hair moves better than hers did. I still fucking hate that wig. And this is coming from me again. I wear flat wigs. That the wig is horrendous. I'm sorry, Spanky. It's just I'm not a fan. And this is me sitting here in a lopsided bob like she's wearing, but it's just hers is very much straight out of the bag. But yeah, so then Rue goes through, discusses, says, you know, thank you for joining us, season two, blah blah blah, and goes on to introduce the mini challenge. Well, Drag Race fans, that is all for part one of our premiere episode of The Wind Up. Thank you for tuning in. We hope that you enjoyed meeting our season two queens. Tune in to part two, which is available now, where we'll take a closer look at this week's challenges, the workroom antics, and the final runway looks. We will also discuss the judges' critiques and find out who stays and who is our first queen to sashay away. You can follow us on Instagram at thewindup underscore pod for all the latest news and gossip from the show. And you can follow our personal accounts too at Sean Phillip Official and at Myocrit Phone on the brand. We will see you guys in part two.